0: Hey, What's up? how are you? Shoot. I'm good. How
1: are
2: you guys?
0: Awesome. Jonah's about to drop some knowledge. Wait, so you do your Hornets and Lakers today?
2: Yeah, I was thinking we could do those two today.
0: All right, right on. That's awesome. All right, so did wait? Sorry, I completely spaced. Were you talking? You were talking about that chart. Like, uh, is it, are you just like getting a the reference That's throughout?
2: Huh? Like, was it the cap sheets or the free agents?
0: The free agents. Are you just going to like reference that throughout like all 30 teams?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's basically just the list of like the universe of players who are available in free agency. So
0: yeah. More helpful
1: for like us than Jonah. Jonah probably knows him.
0: <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Um, And also like, I noticed that there's only like one superstar, like Anthony Davis is the only one. He's going to be free in like 2022. <laughs>
2: Uh, it depends. We'll talk a lot about Anthony. Well, yeah, it depends if he gets extended or something, right? Yeah, we'll talk We'll talk about it for sure. Okay. Yeah, do you want so, to get it rolling?
0: Who do you want to start with?
2: Yeah, so I was just thinking earlier, these two teams actually have a lot in common that probably the biggest um, decision or the biggest priority of this offseason is going to be a negotiation with a star player or in Charlotte's case a uh, player who was a star for for them last year. And so like for Charlotte, that's obviously Devontae Graham and for the Lakers, Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. And so I think these are both somewhat pivotal off-, off seasons, especially for the Hornets, but it's important for the Lakers to get some things right. So do you Wait, guys- who for the Hornets? Who Who's Devontae Graham? He's not a free agent, but he's got a big extension possibly yeah. coming up. Yeah. So who do you guys want to start with? Hornets. Hornets all right let's start with the Hornets so yeah I obviously preluded to this but Devonte Graham uh second round draft pick they signed him to a three-year contract he's completed two of those three years thus making him eligible for an extension this um summer and I actually think that this is going to be a pretty interesting negotiation because I think they're very clear sort of upsides and downsides and pros and cons for both parties like I don't think it's a clear cut yes or no for either part or for either the team or player and so I think before we like discuss I think it it'll be helpful just to lay the groundwork of this extension which is basically going to be up to four years at the average player salary which should probably end up being four years, 50 million. That's sort of like, that's the uh, standard contract extension for a player with A, less than seven years of service and B, uh, two years on the team that um, he currently plays for, which is the criteria that Devontae Graham fits. So it would be a four-year, 50 mil extension. What do you guys think about that? Is that value for Graham or for the Hornets? Or
0: Well, didn't you say you weren't very hot on him? Like he's been a little disappointing or not consistent or something?
2: Yeah, I would actually say the opposite of disappointing. He was probably one of the biggest surprise players of this year. He went from a kind of unknown second-round pick guy who didn't really play at all during his rookie year to actually having – he loved the Hornets in scoring this year. I think he was like a mid-20s – game guy and why do I remember talking about him and you weren't like yeah I'm not as high as him at, I'm not as high on him as some people are I think there are a lot of shortcomings to his game he pretty much turns to a zero once he steps inside the three-point line at least from a scoring perspective he doesn't get to the free throw line he's not a good defender and the three-point shooting kind of fell off as the season went along so there's reason to think that his impressive start to this campaign was a bit of lightning in a bottle, but I still think that if you can, I still think that there are reasons for the Hornets to believe in him and want to keep him around as part of their future.
0: hundred percent. He looks like towards the end of the season or like in March or whatever, he was dropping like close to 25 a game.
2: Yeah. He's definitely a volume score. Chan, what do you think about him?
1: I think he's a good player. I think he's got, I think he's definitely got room to improve. Like you said, he needs to work on his inside game, but I feel like that contract is a win for the Hornets, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I would agree with that too. If I'm the Hornets, I think I probably would definitely offer him that because the opportunity – and we'll talk about this a lot. I've been thinking about it in terms of the Hornets. It's just opportunity cost. Their um, books are so clean – after this season, this season coming up that really the opportunity cost for offering like an 11 million per year salary to Graham is just so low because I don't really think they'll be able to use 11 million a year on a player who's substantially better than Devontae Graham, if at all. So I think keeping around a guy who's been in their system, who made a positive impact on the Hornets this year, I definitely think it will be worthwhile to keep Devontae Graham Around, so I would offer him that four years at the average player salary. If you're Graham, what do you think about that? If you're Devontae,
0: um, I don't know, but one sec, do so. Like, don't they have Terry Rogier? Rogier, yeah. so like, what's his contract looking like? They'll have two pretty
2: solid point he cards, got then, overpay, huh? didn't he? Yeah, he's making 17 mil a year, and I think that contract extends out for three more years, so he's yeah, he definitely a big
1: contract.
2: Yeah. How did he do this year though? He played well too. So how's
0: that much different for, how much more is that than Devon If Devante is making what for your 50 mil?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I don't necessarily think they're too um redundant. If that's sort of what you're getting at and $28 million a year, it would probably add up to around $30 million a year. And if that's like your to like your best two players at the guard position, I don't think that's a ridiculous price. And I think, yeah, that's true. I think Graham and Rozier both played well enough this year to warrant the Hornets taking at least another look at him.
0: Yeah, yeah what about Malik Monk?
2: Yeah, so that's another interesting one. He's going, he's another extension eligible the guy this year. And I don't think there's any way he gets extended. So I think. He's going to get one more year to sort of prove himself on Charlotte before he hits free agency for the first time in his career. But just to take it back to Devontae Graham for um, like one last point, just to think of it, like if I'm Devontae Graham's agent, I don't even know if I pick this option up for Devontae because you always hear these players sort of talking about the concept of gambling on themselves and sort of, like if Devonte can repeat what he did last year, he hits free agency in the summer. Well, I don't know if it's going to be the summer, but in the year of two thousand twenty-one, which is a year where a bunch of teams, including the Charlotte Hornets, project to have a bunch of cap space. And so, mm-hmm. if I'm Devontae Graham, if I if I keep this performance up, I probably am looking at more than eleven or twelve million dollars a year. I agree, definitely next off season. Yeah,
0: bro, Nick Batum is on the Hornets. Yeah. I feel like that guy's been in the league for a while. Yeah, for sure. I
2: love him with the Blazers. One more year on the Hornets.
0: Damn, dude, since 08 and he's only 31. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. That (laughs) is
2: absolutely insane. On the other hand, too, like there are scenarios, I think, where things can go wrong for Devontae Graham this year. I think – he will get plenty of playing time and he'll get plenty of like opportunities to repeat the performance he had from last year. I don't think the Hornets are necessarily gonna draft a guy who overlaps with him. Even if they get LaMelo ball or an Anthony Edwards, I think they'll have Devonte Graham play alongside those guys and still get plenty of shots up. And Is he the starter? Yeah, he started at um he and Grant, he and Rosier started together this season. But I think If they were on the floor at the same time, yeah, Mm -hmm. oh, all the time, yeah, oh, okay, got it. But I do think if we start to see Graham's shooting continue to fall off and he becomes sort of an inefficient player, he doesn't really have too much that excites you besides the three point shot. So if he can't even hit that effectively, like if he falls into like the low 30s, if he's shooting like 31 or 32 percent, granted, the shots he takes are mostly off the dribble some of them are pretty deep like he's not taking the easiest catch and shoot three pointers in the world but I do think we could see Devontae Graham's I do think it's possible that Devontae Graham's stock is at possibly an all-time high considering his age and the season he just had so it is a bit of a risk on his part if he decides not to sign this extension
0: yeah I agree
2: are there any possible landing spots if he doesn't well, it's kind of early to project that out a year in advance, but um, yeah, you I guess, yeah, there'll definitely be some teams in need of a point guard, like maybe a team like the magic. I'm not quite sure, but um, I, if I, it, I think, I think this extension probably gets done this off season. I think it's a no brainer from Charlotte's perspective. Cause you get an exciting young player. Mm-hmm. who was probably your best guy this season and you get him on a pretty team friendly deal considering the length and 11 mil or 12 or 13 or whatever it ends up being is not a lot of money for a starting point guard and I think on Devonte Graham's side it's just especially during like the uncertainty of covid and the what's going on just with the economy right now I think players are going to be a little bit more risk averse this summer so I think I think we see a lot of deals get done which under normal circumstances would seem team friendly. But I think, I think four years, 50 mil would be something that Graham would sign on to.
0: Yeah, for sure. And especially like if he gets like hella good and they sign him to this and then he's like really good down the future, like that'll leave a little bit of space, like maybe to
2: get a better player. You know what I mean? Oh, you would, um, you would save money. Yeah, totally. And they'll have cap space, even more cap space than they do this year, next year. So
0: what was the Hornets' biggest weak spot? Because it seems like they have some pretty good like athletic
2: guards. Yeah, I mean, just no single weak spot to pinpoint. They just all around lack of talent. Like, Graham they was probably their best player this year.
0: They don't have a star. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. They kind of just have... Yeah, they have solid um, role players, but...
2: Which kind of brings us to their... Best shot at adding a star player this offseason, which is the number three overall pick in the draft.
0: I didn't even realize they had that. Yeah. So who's projected? Oh, they could get... Would they get Mello? Maybe. I don't think that they would do that because it seems like they already have... They've got Terry.
2: Well, I mean, if if Lamello's around at number three, they'll take him, but... Yeah, but I
1: don't think he will be.
2: I don't think he'll last.
0: Oh, you think he's going one? probably if i had to guess so that means that leaves anthony edwards for two i mean yeah, unless, for three
2: unless somehow the warriors trade out of their pick and wiseman falls or something unexpected but if i had to guess i would definitely say anthony edwards would be the odd man out of number three and i think charlotte would take him yeah i agree yeah dude he's he, yeah i don't know the only thing that would kind of give me pause looking back at charlotte's recent draft history and i was just reading an article about this this morning is that when you look back at like the past couple of years they've taken um they took pj washington who was an all-american from kentucky obviously a basketball powerhouse the year before that they took miles bridges who was an all-american and i think made two final fours under tom Izzo and michigan state and i think two years before that they took frank kaminsky he was on one of the best basketball teams of all time. And it was the player of the year at Kentucky. Like this is an organization that really likes to take sort of blue blood guys who have experienced a lot of success at um, the college level and played for really good NCAA teams that were well coached and just came from sort of that winning pedigree. And Mm -hmm. Anthony Edwards is not really that guy at all. He's never been on a winning team in his life. And the team he was on at Georgia was pretty terrible. Meanwhile, you'd expect O.B. Toppin to still be on the board. He was the player of the year at Dayton, and I just wonder if that will weigh into their decision. Yeah. The Warriors no. were kind of looking at him. Yeah, yeah, and not that I'd take him in the top three. I would go Anthony Edwards probably if I'm Charlotte, but just something to think about.
0: Hey, is Frank Kaminsky, was he that big dude from Wisconsin? hmm
2: yeah, 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 I remember him. yeah. He's still in the league. He was on the Suns this year. Yeah, bro. I was gonna ask. So, so, like Miles Bridges, did he have a pretty good season? Yeah. So I guess we can talk about some of the young guys on the Hornets. Shannon, did you have any thoughts about Miles Bridges this year?
1: Uh, I don't know that much about him, honestly. I th- yeah, I guess there's a bunch of guys on the Hornets, and I kind of just—I don't know. I, I get them mixed up. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I feel about the entire NBA there. Are, I,
1: no, I feel I like the Hornets have a lot of guys who are kind of at like a similar level kind of sure. play a similar position. Like it's,
2: yeah. Yeah. Miles, Miles Bridges for me was a bit of a disappointment this year. Um, they actually put the ball a lot more in his hands this year, which I thought was an interesting development under um, James Borrego's second year. And he actually, became sort of a tertiary uh, ball handler in the offensive lineup behind Graham and Rosier. But I didn't really think he showed too much. Like the ball handling was pretty sloppy. I don't know what the stats are, but I imagine his turnover rate was pretty high for a small forward. Um, His passing was okay, especially in the pick and roll. He can definitely like hit the roll, man. He's not a dynamic passer. He's not finding guys in the corner. He's not sort of going through the progressions like a guy, like a point guard or, is, or somebody who was com- more comfortable playmaking yeah. would be. But is he, turnover uh, rate T.O.? Uh, that would just be turnovers. Turnover rate would be T.O. percentage. But what's his turnovers, just out of curiosity? One and a half, yeah. Two and a half? One, one and, and a half. half. Oh, one and a half. yeah. From two, point .6 many, the year before. How many assists? Uh, Like just a shade under two. Dang yeah, so that's not not that awesome if you're getting the same amount of assists. Thirty three
0: percent three point percentage, but I don't know if he's a three point shooter and pretty relatively low field goal percentage
2: too. Yeah, and I think they want him to be a three point shooter, and the shot looks good. So I wouldn't necessarily think that that would be something to worry about. I'm sure if you just looked at the strict catch and shoot numbers, that that would probably be closer to like. 36 37 percent because i do think in an ideal offense he'd probably be like the fifth starter on the wing and he plays solid defense so yeah. i think that this year may have been a little bit disappointing for miles bridges he's sort of exploring the studio space as he looks to like figure out who he is <laughs> he's especially so young as, yeah especially as an offensive player but um yeah i, I don't think this was necessarily the year charlotte hoped he would have i definitely think he they still seem as a key part of their future though
3: yeah i
1: agree i don't think they should give up on him yet
2: no no he's a
1: 22 year old man
2: and you hear <laughs> yeah. his name tossed around quite a bit like in terms of if charlotte was going to trade up to two and try to get the warriors pick that it might be the second pick in miles bridges for the set uh for the Warriors second overall pick so basically the Warriors and Hornets would swap picks and the Warriors would get Miles Bridges um yeah I don't know what Kellen do you have any thoughts about that
0: I mean I don't really know much about Miles Bridges but I feel like if you stick a player in there with any like with any talent at all I feel like they have a good chance of becoming a pretty decent player especially like with Steve Kerr and like all those weapons you have around them.
1: That's true. Golden State's the best place to blossom.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm saying about Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> I could see him being pretty good.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he'll be better there. Than he was.
2: Kellen, would it change your mind if it was PJ Washington? Would that make you think any better? <laughs> Who's that? He was actually their first round pick in 2019. I have no idea. So he's actually a guy who I like quite a bit. Um, he, I actually like him more than miles bridges. Now this was his rookie year. Uh, you you can, can you look this up? I think he made second team all rookie, but I'm not sure I had him. I think I had him second. I'm pretty sure I had him second team, but yeah, he, I was impressed by the year he had. He's a much, he's already a much more polished offensive player than miles bridges, Mm -hmm. a much more polished offensive player than I thought he would be. He can hit the three ball for a power forward is very helpful. He started the year lights out and then kind of regressed as the season went on. But I still think he was mid to high thirties, which you'll definitely take that from a rookie. who's playing the four, and then he also has a bit of um, he he's, a yeah, he's well second round, second second team. Okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then he also has a good post game. Like he definitely looks like a big boy. Yeah, he's a guy who can definitely like if. He gets a guard on him for some reason. He can finish in the post. He has a nice mid-range. I definitely think he's got a future in the league. A good positional defender. I don't think he's going to be guarding the best wings in the NBA. Like I don't think you'd put him on a LeBron or a Kawhi, but I think he can hold his own against most guys.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, is he a small forward as well? Uh, Power forward. Power forward? Okay. Yeah. I was about to... <laughs> This is goes to show how stupid I am. Like when I see SF, for some reason I wanted to say like a strong
2: forward. <laughs> no, no S, SF means small forward. Yeah, that's what – yeah, SF small forward. I don't know why I wanted to say strong. You no, know, they started him at power forward though, but I suppose he could play three. Although I would not advocate for it, but
0: yeah, I I I, re- I definitely remember Miles Bridges. He yeah, he went to like. Was it one finals with um friggin' Michigan SCS. State?
2: I, yeah. I think so. I, I think it was maybe like one finals, two final fours, something like that.
0: Yeah, he's pretty solid. I don't know. I mean, he's still so young. So, like, he did he stay like all four years or something?
2: I'm pretty sure he did. Okay, oh, cause that, that makes sense because he he's literally the same age as, age as PJ. Yeah. Um, I guess before we uh. Before we hit the uh, free agents possibilities for the Hornets, I just want to give a quick shout out to a probably my favorite Hornet player guy who I really enjoyed watching this season, and that's Cody Martin. who I'm pretty sure he was either a second round pick or he was undrafted. Um, he was on a non guaranteed contract, and he was pretty awesome this year. I think, bro, he's got, are right. like him
0: and his brother like the same person?
2: Yeah, they look very similar. Like 6'5, 205,
0: both of them. Like, I don't think uh, it gets anywhere similar than that.
2: <laughs> look at their pictures too. They look exactly alike. I always I can never tell them apart on the court when I'm watching the Hornets. But um anyway, Caleb Martin, I think he's gonna be an extremely useful defender. Maybe not as an on-ball guy guarding the best threes, but as a help defender, he has such good instincts. He got a lot of steals, quite a few blocks. He was just sort of a playmaker on the defensive end. So I definitely think that um, he'll be a worthwhile guy in the Hornets future. And they have a couple other fringe rotation players like Jalen McDaniel, Caleb Martin, that I think are worth giving another look to. I think they're both on non-guaranteed contracts for about 1.8 mil coming up this year. So I definitely think they're guys who you would consider taking another look at before you send them on their way.
1: Charlotte also has a strong league fits presence.
2: Oh yeah. Terry Rozier.
1: No Dwayne Bacon.
2: Oh yeah. Dwayne I Bacon. was literally
0: just about to ask about Dwayne Bacon. Yeah. I used to always see like his Snapchat stories. I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah.
2: No, his Dwayne, fits are fire. Dwayne Bacon's an interesting one. Cause he actually started some games for him earlier in the season. And then they kind of became disenchanted with him as the year went on. There was, a big story. People have kind of blew this out of proportion, but he was actually playing in the G League on his own bobblehead night. So he didn't even he didn't even <laughs> play on the night they handed out his bobblehead at the stadium. So um, I don't. I would not be shocked if they don't even extend him the qualifying offer this summer. Like his time as a hornet might be nearing an end.
1: The Hornets they gotta get rid of Nicholas Batum. Yeah, paying him
2: twenty seven million, dude. Oh, really? But yeah, yeah, oh my gosh, Cody Zeller, Cody Zeller is like sixteen or seventeen more, right? Oh, really? Yeah, let me look it up. But that's and I, yeah, Cody Zeller's seven or four fourteen more. But yeah, this is their last year of Batum and Zeller, so yeah, the cap sheet's gonna be looking pretty good.
1: Yeah, for sure. Batum Batum got paid twenty seven million to average. Dude, Three points a game.
2: You <laughs> live in large. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, are you do you guys have any last thoughts about some of the younger players on the Hornets? Or uh, no I mean really. they've got
0: some they've they they could be first they could be first team all last name between Willie Hernan Gomez and Bismack Buyambo and Dwayne Bacon. <laughs> yep. That's no. some pretty solid <laughs> stuff right
1: there. <laughs> like based on what? No, scared? just interesting names. Okay.
0: That's cool lot. names, I think. Like Hernan Gomez. Her Gomez. <laughs> Her
2: Hernan Gomez.
0: Hernan Gomez.
2: <laughs> really? Uh, he's gonna yeah. hit free agency this year too. I think he's an interesting. Who's guy. Kobe Simmons? He's one of their two-way guys, I um, two-way guard, but I don't it just it's mind-boggling to me that these men are like so young.
0: <laughs> Like, like, they're like our age. Yeah. They're like Miles Bridges is a full grown man and he's literally two years older than us, basically. (laughs) And he's making millions of dollars. It's crazy crazy how young these guys are. And even when you hit 30 and 31, that's considered your prime. You could be considered on your way out in the NBA at that age, which Mm -hmm. is wild. I don't know. Yeah. The Hornets, yeah. Pro- I've never really took a deep look into them.
2: This is the most I've ever looked at the Hornets roster in my entire life. Yeah. Oh, one more thing. I guess we kind of skimmed over the draft, but I definitely think they should take whoever's available out of the ball. Wiseman Edwards. I agree. Of players. I think that'll probably be Anthony Edwards. Who's not an awesome fit, but like me and Shannon were talking about earlier, like this Hornets team, they just desperately need a star player. And Anthony yeah. Edwards, even though he's far from a perfect player right now, he has probably the highest upside of anybody they could take. So I yeah. definitely think I wouldn't turn my nose out of Anthony Edwards if he was still yeah, well, on the board. Agree.
1: And like we were talking about, they're going to have a lot of money to spend coming up. So 100%. I don't think it would be a bad move to kind of take a chance on a guy like Anthony Edwards, see if his offense it can like do what he has done like on, on the NBA level. Mm-hmm. because i mean you have so much money you can spend coming up
2: yeah and no, i guess
1: lose. and your your whole roster is so young so like
0: yeah so absolutely. young i guess let's get have into one z- man over 30 and
2: that's batum yeah wait was, how old is zeller
3: hmm
2: is 28 40, oh he's only 28 dang he looks like he could be 40 but <laughs> let's let's get into some of the spinning money that the hornets are gonna have yeah. this off season. Um. So 18 million in cap space. That is after they made Did you just draft. memorize that
0: or do you like are you looking at something? No, I haven't memorized. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can you tell me the cap space for like the majority of teams coming into this offseason?
2: Well, I mean only five teams have cap space, so
0: Oh really? Yeah,
2: it wouldn't be that hard, but uh I um, don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, this is kind of gonna be a quiet market this year, but um
3: yeah.
2: anyway. So usually I'd be a proponent for saving my money and just maybe making one year deals, sort of, because the twenty twenty one free agency class just looks so good mm-hmm. compared to this one. But I actually am gonna waver off of that this year just I because agree. I think it the this year the Hornets are kind of a big fish in a small pond because there aren't very many cap space teams and they're one of them. Yeah. But next year they'd be a tiny fish in a big,
1: exactly. Pond. There's no appeal. Like yeah, Sam, there's nothing that makes people want to oh. play Charlotte. So if they can like sign somebody this year to maybe make them a little more appealing, then I mean, that's your best bet.
2: A hundred percent. And even if they do use up all that cap space this year on long-term deals, They're gonna have plenty of space next summer to exactly once Batum and Zeller's contracts leave the books. So the opportunity cost is just so small for taking a gamble, Mm. yeah, on somebody this summer. So I definitely think the Hornets should be all over um, a free agent if somebody they like becomes available. And there are two names I kind of had in mind for them. If you guys want to talk about some potential targets, the main guys I thought of were Christian Wood. From Detroit, who kind of had a breakout year there. Yeah, for sure. Montres harrell from the Clippers. Yeah. Both of them are yeah, Oh good. Yeah.
0: Wait, Jonah, did that is that list you sent me like those are these are all the guys that are free agents this offseason? Yeah. What? I thought it would like went by year by year by year or whatever, but like oh, I no, guess that was, wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, Dude, that's wild. To- There's a lot of good players. Yeah. And, and wouldn't you would you consider DeMar DeRozan a star though?
2: Well, he's not going to be a free agent because he, I think he's going to opt into his player option, but I don't think I'd consider him a star. At this nah. Point. Really? Yeah. Did that, did that list have him as a star?
0: No, no, it has him as a starter, but I always thought of DeMar DeRozan as kind of a stud.
2: He, he used to be. Yeah, he He's still played. really solid. Literally but... like three years ago. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel like he is still... He's on the Spurs, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't see him hitting free agency this year, though. But... Do either of you guys have any strong feelings about either Harrell or Wood to the Hornets?
1: Montrez is kind of like, a, that's kind of a rumor, right? With him and the Hornets?
2: Yeah. I think a lot of people think that would be a good fit. Yeah. I think I agree I with that. I don't, yeah. I feel like he'd be solid. I think he's a native to North Carolina, too. So I think, oh, really? Some sense in sort of just that um, intangible way. But then also, the Hornets kind of need a center. They'd like a guy who they could sort of run pick and rolls.
1: Yeah. The physicality.
2: Um, yeah, the physicality. Yeah, kind of bring a grit to the to the team that they haven't had in the past couple of years. Yeah. And then Christian Wood, on the other hand, I think he might be a year younger than Montrez Harrell, but he's a good fit as well. I think he's a much better defen- well, yeah, no question, much better defensive player than Montrez Harrell. I think he's probably a good two or three inches taller, much longer, so a better like verticality shot affecting presence at the rim, and... um What team is he the, on right now? He tri- on the Pistons this year. And he's a good floor spacer, too. Like, he can knock down the three really well, which is something Montrez doesn't have in his game. I think they're both probably going to be looking at around $15 million a year, maybe a little bit more, which kind of fits perfectly into the amount of cap space that Charlotte has. So, yeah, would you offer either of those players that contract, Shannon?
1: He, I, I think... I'm not sure about Christian Wood. Yeah. He shot the three so well this year. I mean, he shot so well this year, but I think Montrez, especially if he's from around there, I think he's maybe a little more appealing because I think he's a guy who actually could like and like improve a lot or like just play at a higher level in that setting. Yeah. Um I think I feel like in Los Angeles he's shown that he's capable of that, but there's so many stars around him he kind of gets buried in the mix and then he's ends up just ha- having like random big games sort of, but I feel like he's actually a guy who could kind of maybe give you like, I don't know what he averages right now, but give you like a solid
2: 18 a game. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. And yeah. when you think about it too, like Devonte Graham and Lou Williams are sort of similar players. And we saw how well Harold and Lou will played together and how well, that's that sort facts. of pick and roll combo works, so I definitely think that's something that could be repeated in Charlotte. So that's I definitely, facts. I think Harold would, I think Harold would have a chance to play pretty well on a Hornets team.
0: Yeah, bro. What's the difference between re- restricted
2: and unrestricted free agent? So, so a restricted free agent um, that usually happens after a player leaves their rookie contract, and what happens there is the player's original team or the team they played on most recently can match whatever contract they get in free agency. So like, say I'm the blazers and, uh, Zach Collins hits free agency next year. And I have no cap space and the Lakers offer him a $20 million contract. Like normally I wouldn't be able to bring him back. Cause I have no cap space, although bird rights. So, but it's because I had, because he's a restricted free agent, I can just match it and bring him back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and so basically it just prevents a player from leaving on his own accord. Got it. So, bro,
0: remember Chris Boucher?
2: Yeah, I do remember him.
0: Yeah. (laughs) He's a restricted free agent. Yeah. And then Drew Eubanks, the Oregon guys right there. I like
2: Drew Eubanks.
0: Huh?
2: (laughs) I like both of those guys more than I think most NBA GMs do, so I definitely think... (laughs) This could be some good value plays this offseason.
0: Yeah. And then Fawn yeah. Maker. Wasn't he good?
2: The shot blocker? Uh. Was, was yeah, he on the Bucks? Yeah. He was one of yeah, he was one of those guys who kind of got hyped up like the pre-draft because he had some interesting highlight videos on YouTube and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he's never really turned out to be an interesting NBA player, I don't yeah. think. Whatever happened to my boy Jaleel Okafor. He had a pretty solid year on the Pelicans. He's a, Did he actually? That's facts. What did happen to him, dude? He's a he was agent. like
0: highly like, wasn't he like a top five pick? In the oh, draft? yeah.
2: Yeah, he was part of the process. Yeah. But
0: oh, a, yeah. There was like a choice between Embiid and Okafor, right?
2: Yeah, he's a free agent this year, too. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so anyway, just to finish off with the Hornets, I think. What they should do. This is just my general plan of this offseason. Take whoever's left between Edwards, Wiseman, and Ball, extend Graham to the max extension and just hope he accepts it. And then try to get either Christian Wood or Montrez Harrell with yep. free agency money. And I would call that a successful offseason. I Could,
0: agree. Are like the pellet, I mean not the pellet, are the Hornets gonna re-sign Hernan Gomez and be Biombo?
2: Definitely not Biombo. probably not Hernan Gomez.
0: So that means even because those guys are those two of the cats on their roster, so I mean, like they would just fill it with other guys then,
2: yeah, probably,
0: yeah, dude. What do you think about it? Wait, is are the Blazers going to re sign Hassan?
2: I doubt it. Yeah, I, doubt I doubt it. it. Okay, I don't
0: think so. is Aaron Baines is not bad, right? Yeah, he is not bad. I yeah, could looking, there's there's a lot of centers that are unrestricted yeah, yeah they're just rotational guys though
2: the center is probably the most um what about center. drummond was he was pretty sick yeah, he's got a he's got a player option this offseason oh, okay and i think he's probably gonna, well yeah he's gonna pick it up it's worth like 30 million dollars so
0: yeah there's a lot of really good centers out there there is i mean just yeah it's definitely the one that stands out the most, I guess, besides shooting guards.
1: Yeah, there's basically a center for whatever type of center you need.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, like, even Javale isn't awful. I bet. I was, I, li- I liked Kali Stein with the Warriors. Like, he was fine.
2: I bet JaVel option. I liked him with the Kings. Player option.
0: Has he? He was on the King prior. First, yeah, he was. I thought he was pretty good.
1: I thought he, he looked promising with like the Kings.
0: He's not... Bro, we... The Niners... I mean, not the Niners. The Warriors looked like... Like, they were... When they had... Uh, they had Kali, and then they had uh, Delo and then, like, Damian Lee. <laughs> we looked like some scrappers on the court when we had... Like, Kali Stein brings an element of, like, kind of scariness because he looks like a gangster. That's facts. He's tatted up.
1: Wait, Jonah, I know this is the wrong episode, but really quick what's your quick thoughts on the whispers about potentially adding Boogie to the Portland roster?
2: Uh, I've kind of sold all my DeMarcus Cousins stock. I don't really know how much he has left to give. Wait, would, where, I, where is he? Uh, he was on the Lakers, and then I think they cut him. But They did, yeah. Yeah, but maybe. What do you think? I mean, if if he's back, I don't think it's hard to know what you're getting.
1: Yeah, but I think it has the potential to be like, the coolest thing ever because of like the thing with mellow
2: like, so, yeah. so imagine
1: we, we add yeah. boogie and he ends up being like a super solid backup big and just like bullies people and he like he's never gonna play the way he used to but like he's still so big and so physical and he has so much like just talent as a yeah. as a big like i don't think it's impossible i, I could true. it would just be so cool for him and mellow yeah. to both have that kind of experience with portland
2: even when he was on the Warriors and he was sort of recovering from an injury and playing a little bit, and he was nowhere near his peak, he was still like positively contributing to them at points during the finals. So right,
3: yeah. I
2: think even at DeMarcus Cousins, that's like at sixty percent still can like help you in certain ways. Definitely,
0: so yeah, it's worth it. He had of flashes time. of like, damn. I remember I had when he was for like, like a season
1: when he would drop like fifty-five and fifteen. <laughs>
0: Was he on the Kings too? Who was he on?
1: Yeah, Yeah, that was when he was balling with the Kings. Dude, yeah. He was He was a monster.
2: Yeah, he's just like pretty immobile, though. Are you guys ready to hit the second team of the episode? I am. I'm excited. All right, yeah. The defending champions, Los Angeles Lakers, Channel. You put an asterisk by that though? No. I don't. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. All right. At all. Uh, Because I
0: asked Jonah earlier and he I think he said yes.
2: When when was that? It
0: was in one (laughs) of our prior NBA episodes. Maybe that was it was when we were talking about like the Blazers and stuff and like
1: Oh, that doesn't count because if if we're talking about the Blazers being eliminated by them, then yes. Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I swear to God, you said that this season comes with an asterisk. I do think it I mean, yeah, yeah, I I do think it comes with an asterisk because But I think what what does an asterisk mean? It just means that something was different or like the exception. That's true. From the rule. And so this season was definitely different, but I wouldn't necessarily say the asterisk devalues the championship. Yeah. I think they had to like overcome more obstacles. So I think exactly have, this is probably like a special championship to have. Yeah. I agree.
0: Yeah.
1: So like a positive asterisk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just <an> asterisk plus. <laughs> <A>
3: little <laughs> plus. <Yeah. laughs>
0: Bro, I swear to God, if the Dodgers win the World Series, I'm like, there's kids that like don't even know anyone on the Dodgers, and then they just like post stuff on their Instagram story. I'm just like, shut up! Like, are you a Dodgers fan? No, I'm a Giants fan. Where are they, San Francisco? Huh?
1: Are they San Francisco?
0: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I just, I really, I'm the biggest Rays fan right now, but the Rays got pretty much shelled today, so.
1: Is that who they're playing?
0: Yeah, they lost 8 to 3. Jeez. The Dodgers, they're, they're, dude, the Braves blew a 3 1 lead. Damn. They just got to win. They were, there was like a little funny Gosh. meme or whatever that like the Braves and they're going to get together with all the 3 1 like lost teams. And then someone was like, yeah, I think the Warriors are bringing snacks today. <laughs> oh, that's got to hurt. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. And then who else blew a 3 1 lead? Um,
1: the Jazz.
0: <laughs> oh yeah that's right I remember texting Jonah I'm like yeah it's fine the Jazz lost but they're still going to take this series and then nope Jamal Murray just goes off
1: yeah we predicted on the pod that freaking the Clippers were going to win oh yeah we didn't War. we assume yeah we like talked about the next <laughs> oh yeah series.
0: and then that whole episode was a bust
1: Um, but about the Warriors losing 3-1 in the finals Jonah imagine if the Blazers lost 3-1 in the finals how much that would hurt. Yeah. Like way worse than the Warriors because you guys won like what, three championships in five years or something like that?
0: Mm-hmm. Should have been four. Well,
2: yeah. But we we honestly
0: should have won this many because <laughs> the Rockets, they were savage. And then if Kawhi Leonard doesn't get hurt, we're screwed. And then we came back against the um, Thunder. Remember? Weren't we down three? What were we down? Yeah. Yeah. Three, one, three. Yeah. Yeah there's we got seriously lucky in some of those runs
2: but when you came back down three one to the thunder that was the year you lost to the Cavs anyway right so was it yeah 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 it all, was all, all it's a blur
1: i wonder if the thunder no nah, they wouldn't have beat the Cavs.
2: you don't think so maybe i don't think so yeah lebron was kind of on a mission that year but. yeah
1: was, was Serge Ibaka still with the thunder at that point
2: I don't remember. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, he wouldn't have been. I think he would have been like on the Magic or something. Yeah. But, but anyway, should we get to the Lakers now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> Shannon, you were excited to talk about him. Do you have anything you'd like to open up with?
1: Uh, well, the stuff I am excited about is more like free agency and like different moves they can make. So we'll save that.
2: Okay. Yeah. Let's like let's just get to free agencies to start out because I don't is, think there's Anthony Davis be gonna come be like a billionaire. Anthony Davis. I I don't know. So this is this is gonna be very interesting to see what he does because he's gonna return to Los Angeles for sure. Go to the Warriors. What? Go to the Warriors. Maybe, <laughs> who knows? But um it's just gonna be imagine? interesting to see what sort of contract he takes with the Lakers because yeah. we're really gonna learn about what his priorities are. So the first option, and I think he's already turned this down, would to be picking up his player option for the last year. But um,
1: yeah, he turned it down.
2: Yeah, he turned it down, and that just is the thing that sort of includes the least amount of sort of flexibility and wiggle room for him. So I can kind of see why why he would have um, not wanted that. The other um, options for him would be either a three or a four year deal obviously by virtue of the trade to Los Angeles, the five-year designated veteran max is off the table, but three or four years is still a thing, but there would be no reason for Anthony Davis to take either of those deals. So I definitely expect him to sign either a one, one year contract or a two year contract, probably Mm -hmm. with a, probably with a player option at the end of either of them. So it would be functionally a one plus one or a two plus one with the, plus one being that player option, but let me, I just want to do a quick um, thing about like the virtues of both and why he would accept both. So obviously for the one plus one, the max contract is linked to a percentage of the NBA salary cap. So for a player like Anthony Davis, who I think just finished his eighth year in the league, eight years of service correlates to the 30% max. So the maximum salary that Anthony Davis could earn with the Lakers, obviously this would be a different situation if he was on the Pelicans, but since he's with the Lakers, the max he can make is 30% of the salary cap, which works out to being about uh, $35 million plus 8% raises, which probably won't come into effect because he's going to be signing a short year deal. So if he signed the one plus one because the salary cap, or because the max contract is linked to a percentage of the salary cap and the salary caps expected to be not so impressive this year because of the loss in revenue, the Lakers took a one plus one would sort of allow him to get off this contract as soon as possible and then sign a new max deal. Once the salary cap is a little higher. So Mm -hmm. that would be the reasoning there. And a one plus one would sort of allow his contract to end at the same time LeBron James contract is ending. So we can sort of coordinate whatever his decision would be Mm. with the knowledge of whether LeBron is going to be sticking in Los Angeles or moving on. The reason he'd accept the two plus one is sort of what we saw Kawhi Leonard do with the Clippers. And basically what Kawhi did was just coordinated it to have his contract end at the same year that he would hit 10 years of service in the NBA. And once you hit 10 years of service, your max contract becomes thirty five percent of the salary cap, so Anthony Davis could just decide to sign a two year deal and then get them and then get a new max contract once that is a more um once that is a more substantial portion of the salary cap. Mhm. Yeah, bro. He's is thinking- Anthony
1: Davis from Chicago?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So sorry, that was probably pretty boring. But do either of those options sound more? Enticing to either of you guys if you put yourself in eighties shoes. I mean, dude,
0: he's I, all I know is that man's just gonna get paid. I just, I don't know. It depends
1: on what he wants.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, obviously, but <laughs> but okay. like, I feel like it makes sense to kind of try to have his end at the same time as LeBron, so they can kind of figure out what you know what their next move is. Yeah, but if he just wants to get the check. And wait for that ten year, yeah, thirty five percent. I mean,
2: at this point, <laughs> yeah, dude, that's gonna be so much. At yeah. this point, I don't think Anthony Davis is a guy who has to worry about long term security. Like he's already made yeah. a ton of money in his career, and I think he's kind of in the same boat as Kevin Durant. Where if he were to get really seriously injured in this upcoming season, he could still get the max contract. Yeah, wherever I agree. He Wanted at the end of the year. So I don't really think that um weighing risk in terms of injuries or poor performance is something AD has to consider at all when making his decision.
1: Does he have a signature
2: shoe? No. I think he was wearing Kobe's for most of the
0: oh that's right, yeah. Playoffs. That's weird. I feel like he should. It's um this is like kind of related but not related at all. Like Brandon Ingram, is he gonna get is he gonna are the Pells going to re-sign him?
2: Yeah, he's restricted. So the Pels will just match whatever offer he gets. He should be getting a max contract. Well, he yeah. Yeah.
0: Bro, he's 22. Has he been in the league for like three or four years now? Three years? Yeah, this
2: was his fourth.
0: So he was in the league when he was 18? I guess so, yeah. Damn. That's freaking crazy.
2: He's he's, good, dude.
0: He's good. He is is really good. But it's just like wild. Because I don't know they're just so freaking young like anthony davis he's literally been through it all like he's only 27 now too i don't know yeah.
2: Crazy. so if i were anthony davis i think i'd do that one plus one like channon was saying line it up with lebron and then you also get to sign a new deal as soon as the uh, salary cap recovers from whatever financial hit the nba is going to take this year which this might be another story for another episode but we should talk about sort of the economics of how the nba salary cap is going to function this year i think that's pretty interesting
3: yeah but
2: i definitely think it's going to be a one well i i think it should be a one plus one that's what i'd be suggesting if i were an 80s agent and then you can sign another one plus one in 2021 and then you can do whatever you want in 22 when you're making the 35% max. Facts. What are we doing with Wenyan Gabriel? Yeah, restricted free agent for the Blazers. I'm not sure. I I kind of liked him. Yeah, I don't have a super strong opinion either way. If we yeah. can bring him, if he's cheap enough, I guess bring him back.
1: Yeah, I would give him another year. Um,
2: so, yeah.
1: regarding offseason moves for the Lakers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: To me, the elephant in the room is the possibility of sacrificing the depth and potentially
2: adding CP3. To no, the don't do that. CP3. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. So, who would who would they have to give up? Obviously, Danny Green would be the largest piece of salary. Who else do you think? I was have?
1: reading yeah. it. I was reading about it today. I don't remember, but it was like they would have to, like. don't do that. They would have no depth. Mm hmm. So I don't think they should do it, but if you can, cause the problem is CP three and Anthony Davis are both injury prone. Yeah. But if they could be healthy, I don't think there's anything that could stop CP three, LeBron and Anthony
0: Davis, the Warriors.
2: Yes. Probably not. Yeah. I don't
1: think so. I do. Who's going to stop Anthony Davis on the Warriors. James um, Wiseman. No. James Wiseman. No, he's not. Draymond Green. <laughs> no. Well then
0: who's stopping LeBron? LeBron clay no what <laughs> hey clay's a good defender
1: he's not a LeBron defender and he's coming off a big injury
0: who would guard LeBron Steph
1: clay, Dude, has clay would have to guard CP3 I don't
0: think Steph can really guard CP3 like that I, yeah Steph could definitely oh Andrew Wiggins guards LeBron Andrew Wiggins locks down LeBron I'm telling you I liked what I saw when they played the. uh, They got destroyed by the Lakers, but I
2: liked what I saw from uh, Andrew Wiggins when he was guarding LeBron. Another guy I'd like on the Lakers, just from a basketball standpoint. I don't know if the Lakers really have the horses to make a deal like this happen. But what about Drew Holiday? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, that would be a good fight. because
2: the Lakers, dude. Their defense would be
1: ridiculous.
2: Yeah. And the Lakers' main issues this year were like playmaking behind LeBron and shooting Drew would definitely solve both of those. I just feel like if the Pels decided to make holiday available, they're just like I feel like so many other teams would have better packages than the Lakers. But I mean, yeah. Holiday's from Los Angeles too, so it would make sense that way. It would be hilarious for the Lakers to yet again two seasons later make another trade for a New Orleans superstar. But (laughs) Um, yeah, they would be tough. A couple other guys that that was kind of my main one. I mean, obviously, like I've heard the Chris Paul rumors too, and I definitely think Chris Paul would be scary on the Lakers, but just like all the players you'd have to throw in there, like they probably have give
1: to, up too much.
2: Yeah, they probably well, yeah, not only too much, but just those. I feel like those trades like don't usually happen where one team's given up like six. Yeah, true. Yeah, because it's kind of hard to make those work, but I definitely think like you were saying, like they'd just be unstoppable. Like that would be just such a crazy big three. Yeah. Um, Get Jordan Clarkson back. You know, maybe <laughs>
1: um, What's the deal? What's Goran Dragic situation?
2: Ooh, yeah. I like that one too. He's a free agent this year, but like you'd imagine that if you wanted to come to Los Angeles, like 15 million a year, and you could just do a sign and trade where you give the heat, Danny green, like, I feel like if the Lakers and Drogic had a lot of mutual interest, that's definitely something they could pull off.
1: I think he would be... I I feel like they're weak at the point guard position, obviously. I mean, Rondo was so good in the finals, but he doesn't doesn't show up in the regular season, really.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So I think they definitely need a stronger point guard.
2: Yeah, and it was a big issue for the Lakers, I feel like, not having a point guard throughout the regular season, especially like you'd prefer to have a guy who could shoot. And that sort of brings me to a handful of guys who I looked at for free agency for them too. Like what about like a DJ Augustine or even like a yeah, Netto know. or Shabazz Napier? I just feel like there are a few like bargain bin point guards who have skills that the Lakers could definitely use.
1: That's true.
2: And then a couple more guys who I had sort of as potential trade targets. This is kind of a simple one. But what about like Derek Rose?
1: Oh, I, I was seeing whispers about that. Yeah. About it being, like, more likely this season, supposedly?
2: Yeah, you could send Kuzma back to his hometown. You could send JaVel McGee to Detroit, and the Lakers would get Derrick Rose. I feel like that could be... I think that would
1: be in the Lakers' favor. I feel like Kuzma's kind of their best trade bait, honestly.
2: Yeah, which is another point that we can get to later, I guess. Get Shabazz. Two yeah i definitely think that wouldn't be i don't think that's the worst thing like yeah i said
0: something right let's yeah. go
2: they're not yeah, I, mean, I, I just said that a couple of minutes ago but yeah.
0: oh i actually
1: think that would be a good fit though they're not hurting yeah. for size yeah so.
2: totally yeah you wouldn't really have to worry about shabazz's defensive limitations yeah if you were... what
0: about reggie jackson Yeah, i thought of that too is he he on the pistons or no clippers. Who's he
2: on? Clippers. clippers yeah but that yeah that could be fine too um I probably would want a little bit more shooting if I were the Lakers. Yeah. but um. And then one more trade. I, I know this guy's literally been rumored to every team in the NBA right now, but Victor Oladipo, I think there are worse options out there.
1: I agree. Um, what would I, that look like? Probably a similar package to Derrick Rose.
2: Yeah. I mean, Oladipo is a lot more expensive, but it would probably have to start with Danny Green, JaVale McGee, and then maybe kuzma and or caruso just you're gonna have to give up some assets even though i yeah. don't really like oladipo
1: i think they're probably going to want to hold on to caruso the most out of those players i would
2: I would agree with that especially considering how well he played throughout the playoffs so yeah yeah i don't i don't really know how well i like the fit of oladipo with the lakers i just feel yeah. like he's been rumored for so many teams and i feel like the lakers I feel like they want to add another star and only depot is a guy who definitely is more available than most like perceived all-star level players. So. Right.
0: Yeah. Can, the, uh, can the Warriors get Alec Burks back? Cause I really liked that dude. He could sink threes like nobody's business. He was like one of the best players on the Warriors last year before they got rid of him. Who's yeah, he on now?
2: Uh, he was on the 76ers, but oh, yeah. they could possibly get him back.
0: Yeah, I'm I, back. I they need to get Quinn Cook back too.
2: In theory, they could get one of those guys back. Definitely, they could easily get Quinn Cook back. Yeah, maybe, maybe they Quinn could Cook
0: not. never really played. No, why? Hurt? Sucks. Yeah, sucks. I wouldn't yeah, say he sucks. Was, he was good on the yeah. Warriors.
2: He wasn't part of the Laker rotation, but um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not many guys were, to be fair.
2: Yeah, true. Um, Can Tavius Caldwell Pope is unrestricted. That's actually the guy who I wanted to talk about next is Contavious Caldwell Pope. And he's not, he is unrestricted, <laughs> but he does have a player option that I think is worth. Can, do you have this next year, Kellen? I think his player option is worth $8.4 million. But I don't know, I don't know where to find that. I just have your little list up. Oh, shoot. Hang on. I'll check. Um, Bro,
0: who's my boy that I love on the Thunder? Been trying to think of his name this whole door. time. She's
2: yeah. Lou
0: is he did they sign him like they only because he was like a
2: they they didn't know no one drafted him right no he was undrafted and then they just i think signed him to a three-year deal i think i I
1: want next season to start man i'm excited to watch all the teams play i'm
2: excited to watch the warriors
0: absolutely prove you guys wrong I'm excited too. I can't wait to watch James Wiseman slowly blossom into the next superstar right before our eyes.
1: Slowly, like over the course of like six or seven years.
0: (laughs) Don't be that mean, dude. He's going to become something fast. I don't think they're going to rush him. I don't know. The Warriors will end up doing something and then it'll get all jacked up and then we'll end up with no big men because that's just how it rolls. Seems like for us.
1: I was thinking, I think you guys need stage names for the pod.
0: Stage names? Yeah. Yeah. What should Jonas just needs to be like? Like Big Willie. Joe Mama. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Mama. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm going to call Jonah Joe Mama now. From now on. What about yours? I have no idea. Mine should just be like. Joe Mama was so obvious. I don't know. Jonas, Jonah, you're literally like Adrian. What's his name? War Warjonowski.
2: What's his name? Yeah, what well, I how am I like him? He just breaks news. <laughs> you know everything. You should start
1: breaking news, Jonah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. You should just have constant alerts on on his phone. It doesn't even have to be related to the NBA either. (laughs) It should start breaking news. You can just be like Adam Schefter and all those guys just morphed into one. Jonah,
1: did you see that (laughs) Deacon Robinson said Lakers players were calling him Jimmy
2: Jimmy Neutron? I saw that. (laughs) That's so stupid. So funny.
0: He doesn't even look like Jimmy Neutron. He kind of does a little bit. Yeah, I guess his hair's not as extreme more than any other nba player to be that's fair. True, that's fair jonah looks a lot like him
1: jonah looks like Duncan yeah, Duncan. Robinson. yeah yeah 100 so that's what my brother was saying too
2: i think that quite a few people who have come on this podcast said that too yeah
0: luke said it <laughs> and then you've
2: had other people say it to you like Outside of this, obviously. Yeah. But anyway, if I could just steer the conversation back to Contavious. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. You said the
2: player a- options like 8 million. Yeah. It actually was 8.5 million. So, okay. um, so yeah, I def he's gonna. I think he's gonna renounce that just because based off the postseason. Yet I think it's fair to say he was the Lakers' third best player during the NBA Finals. So yeah. I think his stock's pretty high right now. I think at least, um, if nothing else, he has the leverage to get a much better deal from the Lakers because yeah. the Lakers have no way of replacing him, and they have full bird rights, so they could theoretically give him the max. I could see him asking for like. 13 or $14 million a year from Los Angeles and getting it. I also think that there could be some external leverage potentially applied by the Atlanta Hawks. Obviously, KCP is from Georgia. So I think Atlanta could, if nothing else, just kind of bid up the price. And uh, I think the Lakers would have all the incentive in the world to bring them back at a higher number anyway. But I think Atlanta could just kind of be a catalyst in that sense. Yeah. So I definitely see KCP and the Lakers reaching some sort of an agreement. I'd probably pay it around three years, somewhere around 40 million guaranteed would be my best guess. And then the other guy who's going to opt out of his minimum player option is Rajon Rondo. And I think that's another interesting one. Rajon Rondo, he'll go back to the Lakers. I'm pretty certain he'll want another shot at a ring. He played really well in their system last year. He's got, he seems to have a little bit of equity built up within the organization. Um, Mm -hmm. But he has no reason to accept his option because it's at the minimum. And you would assume he could get the minimum from any other team, in, right. including the Lakers. So he might as well take a shot at, like, I bet he could get three or four mil a year yeah. if he wanted to. So Especially
1: I, after he played in the finals, he deserves it. They wouldn't have won the championship without him.
2: Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, I could definitely see Rondo coming back. up. I could see KCP coming back at around 13 or 14 mil a year and Rondo at probably just under the uh, taxpayer MLE, so four or five mil. And the Lakers will have the taxpayer MLE. This team's starting to look a little bit expensive, but they could add a guy up to, I think the taxpayer MLE is now 6.3 million. So whether that's like a, a point guard, like we were talking about, like a DJ Augustine or a Shabazz Napier, or maybe they look to get some wing help. Like I think, Glenn Robinson, the third, makes sense on a lot of teams. I think Justin Holiday makes sense on a lot of teams. Yeah. There's are no different. So I definitely think that the 6.3 mil on um, MLE is going to be something to take a look at for Los Angeles. They have, I think Jabelle McGee is going to pick up his player option. I think Avery Bradley is going to pick up his player option. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for free agency. One closing thought is. Kyle Kuzma is going to be extension eligible this off season. There's no way he gets extended because that would mm. make it impossible for them to trade him because of, um, a, the contract just becomes somewhat less desirable B the poison pill provision. So I think KCP probably is going to be waiting until next summer to get paid. And that is about all I have for the Lakers. Any other thoughts from you guys? um
0: no but i am gonna do one thing so you guys should keep talking about the nba because i'm trying to figure something out
1: wait i want to i want to look up what that thing said about the chris paul trade
0: okay 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 let's see what this <laughs> yeah i swear to god if they get the chris paul thing it's gonna be just like how the warriors were when they got kd like they have zero things after kd in their main studs yeah because uh, like yeah. their other runs
2: before that, they actually had a little bit of depth. And then after yeah, I'll that, take a look, I'll take a look at it too. I just feel like that's so much money to get to like Chris Paul. I think he makes 43 mil a year. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. Where is
1: it? Come on. Oh, I saw this too. Um, Mo Harkless potentially being appealing for the
2: Lakers sad. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. I think Mel makes sense on a lot of teams.
1: Yeah, definitely. He's a, I would take it back on the Blazers, honestly. Yeah.
2: Oh, CP3, he makes forty one mil a year. That's still a lot of money to get. To let me see how it would work. Okay. 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 And, oh, Kellen, what did, did you see that Dwight Howard's been linked to the Warriors? The Warriors? No. Like, they want to sign him? Yeah, I guess. I don't
0: really like him, but he's, he's cool, I guess. I don't know. I don't okay. know how I really feel about that.
1: So, it would be this as a – like, it would be Green, Kuzma, Bradley, McGee, and Cook. And then they would just – they would still be just shy of his salary, like a couple million. But then – um uh, something about draft picks don't count until they're signed. And then something about like they would have to trade their rookie draft pick to make room for it for the last couple million to make it legal for him to make 33 million. <laughs> but they can't do that until 30 days after the rookie signed. And so you'd have to, agree to it ahead of time and then make it when it's legal. And that's, it says that's what the Cavs did to get Kevin love.
0: Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I was looking up like a random name generator, like for a stage names for Jonah. And one of them was like Jonah, the Corona. <laughs> 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 I was like, what are these dude? They're so stupid. Jonah, you're going to have to come. I'm going to have to come up with a nickname for you, dude. Okay. Sounds good. Judicious Jonah, what are these? <laughs> <laughs> but Jonah the Corona just maybe j- crack up. That's hilarious.
2: Okay, so Jonah, what do you think about that? Um, uh, I mean, if I were the Lakers, I'd probably do it. Um, really? I don't think I'd do it if I were the Thunder. But yeah. Well, I mean, you can't pass up on an opportunity to pair Chris Paul with. 80 and LeBron James. I just That'd feel like.
1: And, and honestly, reading the players that they're giving up. I mean, it could be worse.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For the, I think the draft picks, and I don't even know how many draft picks they can trade. They gave away pretty much everything in the Anthony Davis trade. Yeah. If anything, they probably have one in like 2026 that they could give up. But yeah, I, I would do it. I think.
1: Um, I mean, from the Thunder standpoint, it's not New like the they're gonna only... it's not like they're pursuing a title right now yeah and chris paul it's probably gonna get less and less appealing so oh yeah like yeah trade bait as the years go on
2: yeah i would just wonder if there were like better options available mainly right the knicks and maybe the bucks like if I were the Thunder and that was the only offer on the table, I'd probably, I would probably take it. So yeah, maybe, maybe.
1: I kind of hope it happens. It'd be so fun to see.
2: Yeah. I don't know. You're kind of talking me into it. I think it makes sense.
1: And the injuries I, would
2: just be, if they could just stay healthy is the thing. Yeah. And for teams like the Lakers, I'm not too worried about them. Like I'm not too worried about them not having depth because we saw it this year, like this year at team or it seemed like they were, totally inflexible but when you're Los yeah. Angeles you can just sign like quality veterans like Rajon Rondo and Dwight Howard to minimum yeah. contracts because they want to come play for the Lakers and exactly
1: that's so facts no other team can really do that yeah and like I was hating on the Lakers all season honestly because I didn't feel like they had good depth yeah I mean when you get into the playoffs in the finals you're probably playing six or seven players anyways eight at the most mm-hmm. so I mean it might hurt you in the regular season
2: but yeah, and I, I hated on him, too, for not having depth, even into the finals. Like, I thought they yeah. had the two best players in the finals, but I thought they had, like, two of the top eight players. Like, I just thought... Yeah, that's what like, we talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Heat were way deep. And it just, yeah, you're right, it didn't really hurt him at all. And their bench yeah. players totally stepped up, too, so... Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it, it could work. Yeah. It'd be so sick to see. And I, I kind of want CP3 to get a ring.
2: Yeah, he deserves it. If anybody... Yeah. Yeah, if anybody deserves it at this point. Jonah the Persona. persona. (laughs) What was that count?
0: Jonah the Persona. So stupid. Cheeky Jonah. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's actually a good fit.
0: (laughs) These are literally so dumb. I love putting these in here. I'm going to go. I like, I don't know, dude. What's Jaunty mean, Shannon? Jaunty? Yeah. I don't know. You
2: don't know what a word means? Come on. Oh my like
0: gosh. I'm not
2: nice. Come like on, A P comp. Isn't jaunting like frolicking, like <laughs> like I'm jaunting around in a field or something.
1: I think he's right. Yeah. All
2: right. Let me I'll look it up. Astute Jonah.
0: These what? are the dumbest nicknames I've ever seen in my entire life.
2: Like yeah, jaunting is a short excursion for journey for pleasure
0: let's go jonah um mr 1400 sat geez that's freaking crazy how much did you study i didn't i
2: didn't really study for it i hate you
0: i got a
1: five i got a five on the ap lit exam and i didn't study
2: yeah because basically uh, if you did good that's
1: jonah's dad shout out to your dad for that
2: yeah (laughs) If you do get in high school and you remember like everything you've been taught, like that's what's on the SAT. So that's unless, facts. Unless you've been forgetting stuff, there's really no reason to. And
1: people but, like Jonah don't just spend time forgetting stuff. So, yeah.
0: Dude, literally, like I just try to, me- I just memorize things and then it's like after the test. <laughs> Straight up, like it's not good. I feel that. Oh, d- have you started. Utilizing Facebook ads yet? No, you but me—I've literally been me and Bianca literally talk about every day. I just haven't done it yet. But yeah, dude, dude. we've been doing TikTok and like.
1: God, it, no, I see Grant. I it, like dude. your posts every time I see them. Thank you. No, dude, Facebook ads—I started doing it this week. You kill the growth, it! The growth is fire, dude. I'm not spending that much money, and okay,
0: I just I need to do it. Just look, look it. at
1: all my like curves
0: holy moly. that's
1: that's streams that's
0: listeners followers what do you do it through what is it what tracks it
1: okay so that's this that's part's kind of confusing you have to set up a pixel well that was that was um spotify for artists you can look at that oh, okay but what you can do is you can set up it's called a pixel and you have to i use toned in it's like a so like if someone sees my ad and it says like the little thing that pops up says, listen, now if they click that, it takes them to a landing page where it has like my Spotify, my Apple music and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's through a service called toned in it's free to set up and you have to connect your Facebook pixel to that. And then you set up your ad as a con- conversion ad and you like plug in your pixel when you're setting it up and it tracks your conversion so that when you're on your ad manager, you can see, how much you're spending for each conversion that's, and how much conversions you had.
0: Yeah, dude, I need to do that. Yeah, you do. I do, I do. Are, there's like, you know how annoying it is, like trying to get people to follow on Instagram and stuff. It's just like- It's impossible.
1: Oh, oh, like, by the way, my Instagram followers, without even doing anything specifically for Instagram followers, let me see how many. I think I've gained like 160.
0: That's freaking epic.
1: Yeah. Dude, that's so cool. Like 165. That and is, it goes up like 15 a day. That's fire. Yeah. That's awesome. Because gaining Instagram followers is hard. And the thing is, they're, a bunch of the people are DMing me and saying like, I love your music. Like they're like legit followers. Like it's not like it's like come and go followers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like people who want you to follow, who want you to follow them back. Yeah. It's people yeah. who follow you because they're interested in what you're doing.
0: That's freaking awesome, dude. Yeah, I need to do that. Yeah, it's crazy on the come up we've been having some
2: good episodes too recently i feel like
0: yeah a hundred percent like our last one that we did with like all those guys doing football it was so much fun Joni. you had to be on they all missed you they wanted you to come on
2: yeah i will next time i know nothing about football though
0: who cares dude i mean like we are like football is like obviously like our favorite thing to talk about but like you don't have to be yeah, come on! I'll make like some- I'm not knowledgeable in uh, basketball, but I can still semi talk about it, just like you can. Yeah, you know football. more about
2: basketball than I know about football. <laughs> you at least know basketball players and stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I tried. To- I don't think I
1: can name more than five football players.
0: Try. No, Let's real.
1: go. I think, I think I can name ten. Hey, wait, no, Perf-
0: dude, perfect TikTok clip.
1: I think I can name ten. Patrick Mahomes. Um what's that guy? That's my favorite one. I can't think of his name. Odell. Odell Beckham Jr. Okay, okay, okay. Um so we got two. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Is he still does he still play? Yeah. Tom Brady.
0: <sighs> yes. Uh so that's four. Uh This is wild that some. No, people- no, no!
1: I swear I can. I swear.
0: Is Juice Landry a football player? Yes. What's his What's his actual name? I don't know.
1: I don't know why. How I know that is that five. Yeah. Okay.
3: No,
2: Juice Landry is not a person. It's not what Juice Landry is not. A, he's not one of them. Why not? Or does he not count? wait is there wait am i tripping is there is there a juice landry count? yeah Jar, jarvis juice landry oh that's his nickname yeah oh okay i feel like <laughs> an idiot i've never heard that before no yeah uh, that's your okay. boy he was on the wasn't he on the fins yeah he yeah. was bra for the dolphins
0: yeah dak prescott okay yeah dak prescott cramped up last week oh um russell wilson?
1: russell wilson russell
0: mm-hmm. wilson
1: marshawn lynch okay uh, no that
0: doesn't count what marshawn doesn't count why He's retired, play. Sure. What are you at? Eight? Seven now. Oh, dude, that's tough. I swear, I just saw a clip of Marshall Lynch. Well, yeah, you can put highlights on from a few years <laughs> ago.
1: It doesn't have to be. Um, <laughs> Julio Jones?
3: Okay. Oh, that's
1: fucking go. That's eight. Um... Oh, who's the guy? Um, Cam Newton? Yep. Hmm. Let's go, baby.
0: (laughs) One more, one more, one more. Try to name Uh, not a quarterback. (sighs) Let's try to to get one running back in there.
1: Okay, I don't know. Uh, Oh, dude, there's a guy who plays on the Chiefs.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) He's, He's like super fast. Yeah, he's a little guy. Oh, dude. The cheetah.
1: What's his, what's his name start with what letter? Huh? What letter does his name start with? T. Is that first or last name?
0: Uh, first. I'm not going to get that. Okay. What? What's a really small mountain? Like a, a tiny little mountain. Like you mean like <laughs> <laughs> Like a little like a little <laughs> like a little mountain like if you're riding your bike and you want to go down like a little to gain speed it's fun you know go down a little
1: does it start with a t
0: no this would be his last name not t i could not yeah his last name you couldn't come up with an analogy for his first name but like his last okay. name okay well what you're
2: if you ride like riding like a ramp? your That's bike something?
0: down a little ramp <laughs>
2: Slope? <laughs> what if ca- Tyreek ca- Ramp? God like something around. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Dude, Tyreek Ramp is that what I'm gonna call.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, that's ten. Let's go. You Man. ride your bike down a ramp? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Are you BMXing? A ramp? Like Yeah, like a ramp. Like a, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. Like, isn't a ramp like one of the things? Like, that's a rail. Oh yeah, a rail Yeah, yeah. Tyreek Ramp. That's. A, I don't know if I. I can name. I can definitely name ten NBA players.
2: Oh, easily. Yeah, we could probably name ten players just on the Warriors.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, facts. I can actually name the
2: pretty much the entire Warriors roster. Can you name five players on the Pistons?
1: <laughs> I don't think I can do that.
0: Uh, Andre Drummond.
2: No, (laughs) No. huh? He's not. He is on the Cavaliers. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. That's right. Huh? Yeah, dude. I don't know if I can name five players on the Pistons. Oh, Dear Rose. Yeah. Um, help me out, Jannon. Let's try to combine here for five. Member of Lob City. Huh? Oh, Blake? Yeah. Wait, yeah?
3: Yeah.
1: Blake? The guy who was logically
0: traded for Andre Drummond to the Cavaliers. A reasonable swap. So like a guy went to the Cavaliers? So you know these players? Yeah, I was trying to help you guess them. Yeah, but you just said you don't even think you could have did that. You're doing way better than I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have no idea.
1: Uh, has dated a Kardashian.
2: Tristan? Yeah. Wait, he's he's still on the Cavs. What? I thought they traded him. I God. thought that was, that, thought Shannon. That, was God. that was John Henson, I think, that you're thinking of <laughs> that they traded. No, I swear.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't argue. No, I with swear. Jonah. Jonah's on top of his stuff.
2: Tristan Thompson's a free agent this year though, but he he finished last year on the Cavs. Hey, name, Janet, name, name five baseball players.
1: That's a joke. You think, I don't even think I can name one. Really? I don't think I can name one baseball player.
0: Okay, I'm going to name, how about, I'm going to do this. I'm going to say four names and like, you got to pick which, like, if if some of them are real, okay? I'm just going to say a name <laughs> and you're going to pick if they're real or not, all right?
1: Okay, I really can't think of a single baseball player though. So go okay. ahead.
0: Um, I mean, some of these guys might be in the minor leagues, or they might be an actual player or something. But like, if okay, I say a name, name. name, all right. Um,
2: Corey Seager. No. Wait. Let me play too. Uh, let me guess after Channon does. All right, Corey Seager. Yeah, he's real. Okay yeah it's a real player
0: no way yeah next um chadwick trump
1: no there's no
0: way that's completely made up
2: yeah it's fake.
0: yeah it's the catcher for the san francisco giants
2: straight but up. No.
0: <laughs> yes dude look up chadwick trump right now his name is trump yeah, T R O
1: M B. <laughs> you think I could come up with that off the top of my head? Well, you're like Chadwick,
0: Trump. That's how I fake out my. That's how I fake you out. Derek um, Jeter. Yeah, Derek Jeter's a stud. <laughs> hey, Janet, how many hits? Like, what? What was like Derek Jeter? One of his craziest feeds. Like, how many hits? Like, yeah, he has. Huh.
1: The most impressive part of his career, in my opinion, was the fact that he was featured in the song Nasty Freestyle by T. Wayne, quote, I'm the rap Derek Jeter. And what's even more impressive is that actually inspired the name of Unchannon's At- previous username, which was the rap Derek Jeter.
0: Jonah, uh, Jonah, are you finding Chadwick Trump?
2: Yeah, I found him. Oh, Jonah. He hits
0: tanks. I am
1: fighting for um, a boogie with a hoodie's life on TikTok.
2: Wait, what? What are you talking about? Okay, so
1: I posted a TikTok. Yeah. And I said that Drowning is a top 50 hip-hop song of all time. Because it totally is. I love that song. I can literally listen to that song 10 times in a row,
0: mm-hmm. Dude, bro. I'm pretty sure
1: Jonah introduced me to that song. When we he introduced me up. to that song too. I was, I was going to a blazer movie, yeah. game, I think. And I was like, Phew. he showed me that song at lunch one time. And I was like, I like, I like listened to it over and over. Like after that, it is so good. And I got the TikTok You're like sp- it got like 30 K views so many people it has like 246 comments so many people are just like you're an idiot he's not this song isn't even top 500 on on my tiktok
0: bro on instagram i literally posted a thing on um like a comment on a ufc picture it got like 700 plus likes dude i used to
1: I used to, I was this like, summer. hold
0: on. And like these people were like randomly adding me and like, you need to get over it, blah, blah, blah. I'm <laughs> like, I just was trying to comment something like I wasn't Dude. expecting this backlash.
1: I like tried to do that this summer. I would like, I turned on like notifications for like sports center just, and <laughs> like house of highlights and stuff. And I would like go for the top comment. My top likes, I got one with like 5k likes. That's crazy. I know. I didn't gain anything from it, but I thought I was going to, but.
0: Yeah, I need to do that with the all-you-know-game account. Just post like yeah. like, a, like a hot take or something yeah. and just get people to just like get mad. See if they follow or something. That'd be crazy.
2: I feel yeah. like our podcast is like the opposite of like the hot take podcast though, you know? Yeah. Well, Shannon, hey, let's drop some hot
0: takes in the chat.
2: I right feel now. like we're more reasonable than those people.
0: Yeah, I guess. Shannon, do you want on f- like uh, next Friday? we're going to mean we're going to do like scariest um like sports injuries of like all time oh geez. and for like halloween <laughs> and we're going to make
2: like a list like rank them
0: mhm yeah it sounds what?
2: Yeah, I hate the scary injuries, Colin. I always it's not like you are gonna be showing pictures. is it really? Yeah, but I yeah. how am I gonna make a list? I literally never watch those. I avoid videos of injuries at all. I hate
1: them too, dude. Leave I don't. I can't me. even watch UFC because of that. Yeah,
2: so, you can't, I can't handle, handle UFC, UFC. bro. Yeah. I've, I've gone back and watched Nurk's injury <laughs> one time since I saw it. Yeah,
1: I had to. They played it in one of my classes. Yeah, I, I had to look oh, away.
0: I um. I was watching so like the guy that I interviewed he's still like in like he's not in the UFC yet obviously but they he was he was making his professional debut and then there was like amateur fighters fighting in the undercard like kids our age and it was just like this one kid was just getting like the crap beat out of him and I was like I can't watch this because it's not like watching a professional fighter defend himself it's just watching like two kids in like the cafeteria just like going at it and this one kid was just getting banged around I was like this is messed up because like they one of the kids was I think he was like 18 or 19 fighting like a 27 year old man I'm like that's dude, con- what I'm like that's like ridiculous like the body and like the physical maturation is like significantly different. yeah
1: dude screw that
0: yeah I don't know I there was one kid though that was like 18 or something he's a badass
1: how come you have an at sign on your wall huh the Can at be- sign
0: Bianca's mom got it for me nice and i just put it up there
1: because it used to say
0: actually on my chalkboard it used to say like all gear no game
1: i was gonna say you should do that
0: yeah i should because then
1: when you post clips on tiktok and stuff
0: people see that yeah you love tiktok bro you're gonna it's free stuff bro it is it's crazy like i don't know i like our ufc stuff or like mixed martial arts it like goes off really like i did like the ufc 253 predictions it was like our first videos on tiktok and it got like 500 views i was like what we just that's did cool. like we just picked we just picked names yeah right
1: cool. the tiktok yeah. algorithm is crazy they, like videos will just i
0: have a video with 1.5 million views bro that's freaking insane
2: my mm. my mba stuff is probably terrible for tiktok huh dude
0: you let's know? bro let's drop t- some yours,
2: hot takes right yours, now
0: yours do um yours do well like but podcast my, like
2: Mine are like like, boring and long, though. I feel like mine are better for the podcast than they are for like TikTok.
0: Yeah, it's fine. You're you're you have some serious NBA knowledge, and I don't think people should take that for granted.
1: I'm trying to think of my hottest NBA take right now, and I encourage you
0: guys to do the same. Mine is literally James Wiseman. It can't be
1: about your team, future Hall of Fame. It can't be about your team because then there's bias.
0: Well. Is it really biased, though, when your yes. team is one? Is it really when you're one of the greatest franchises of all time almost now? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I'll, uh, uh, so I'll say... I'll say... What, Jonah, what's yours?
2: What about I the say Blazers,
0: Blazers, Blazers eliminated first round next year.
2: That's not that's not a hot take. That's literally what happened this year. But, yeah, but <laughs> this year's different. I say Blazers don't make the playoffs. How hot of a take would it be to say Luka Doncic wins his first MVP? That's year? not that's that's sick. But I don't know. I I'd consider that a hot take. You do. I I think so? I, I I would have. I can pick see pick it though. though. Yeah, that's I I I think I can think of something even hotter. Well, hang on. Um.
0: Steph, no, that wouldn't be a hot take. Steph
2: is wins an MVP. Oh, that would be a hot take, but that's about your own team, so it disqualifies it. Yeah. That Mm. would be an exceedingly hot take though. Uh, Why?
0: No, how about Dame wins first MVP?
2: Yeah, that would be a scorching hot take, too. Scorching. <laughs> it I feel like that's not far-fetched. Yeah, Dane, think about the insane season Dane had this year, and he was he he I don't think he was even top five in VP voting. Because you have to you have to win.
1: Yeah, if yeah. if they win, I think that he would actually
2: be a strong candidate. Yeah, that's
1: true. I mean, that's basically just, a, just true for any team in their yeah, stock. Cause,
2: I mean, yeah, when you think about it, he definitely had the stats to be an MVP. He just didn't have yeah, the wins. So. Exactly.
1: Like, I, if, true, if yeah. the Mavs are, like, top three and Luca's
0: stats are, like, they were this year, I bet they win. Or I bet he would win it. Dude, I just don't see, like, a lot of teams, like...
2: Okay, like the- I thought of, I won. No. Okay. Actually, this is kind of boring, but what about... <laughs> Clint Capella leads the league in screen assists for the next. Year.
0: <laughs> That's, That's a scorcher. headliner right there. That's a
1: scorcher. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is a hot take. Wait, who's um, he with now?
2: Atlanta. The box. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, he totally can. Yeah. I can think of a better one though. Hang on. I'm gonna actually. Russell
0: Westbrook doesn't complete one. Or he has. He averages four turnovers a game.
1: Or was Russell, was Russell, I can't say his name. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Was Russell Westbrook an all star this year?
0: <laughs> was there, no. there was no all stars.
2: Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was. <laughs> Wait, um, dude,
0: I thought it got cut off. I think he might have been. Yeah. but well, he there won't be an all Wait, there was an all star game this that's year? That's not super hot. Yeah.
2: Okay, I have a one. How this long ago was the all star game? It's there in February, an-
1: so it was right before COVID.
2: Here, can I do one that's like for the next four NBA seasons? Yeah. I think James Harden will not finish his current contract on the Rockets. Ooh, ooh, he's going to the Kings. Yeah, I think he's getting traded. The Kings like would that. be crazy good if they had him. Callan, is that a hot take that James Harden's going to get traded in the next few years, or not really? What's his contract looking like? Uh, he has three more years left with the Rockets. Why ton does he of- have to get traded? Why can't he just leave on his own? Because the team? Rockets are gonna well. The Rockets are going to be in a pretty scary situation coming up. Okay, The
0: Rockets, I feel like everyone wants to jump ship.
2: Well, yeah, if I've played for the Rockets,
1: want I'd want to jump ship. Yeah. Okay, this doesn't count because it's my team, but...
0: You can't say then.
1: Giannis and Tedokounmpo...
0: No, stop. we
1: ...will soon be playing for the Portland Trailblazers. Shh,
0: yeah, uh, right. <laughs> that would never happen.
1: You obviously haven't seen the Instagram post that Damon Lillard has liked.
0: Giannis is going to be a warrior no yeah why not he he has too much pride he has a better shot of becoming a warrior than he does a blazer disagree that's a hot take
2: that's not hot that's actually not
0: a
1: hot take but I do disagree with it why because the Warriors are one of the teams that he's rumored of like being traded to or like going to
2: I think he's going to go to the Mavericks I think that would be cool
3: no
1: no he's going to play for the blazers because Damian Lillard liked a picture of someone who was saying that.
2: That's true. And last time Dame wanted a player to come to Portland, it was Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. So,
0: Dame and CJ were in Carmelo's Carmelo Anthony year. is not. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, like Giannis is definitely like not as good as Melo, but I still think he could help the Blazers.
0: Yeah, he
1: adds value just because he's ha- he like fills a position that we're kind of lacking in as far as like a starting role, but. Um, well, maybe, I definitely think Melo, if I was choosing between the two, obviously I'm
2: taking Melo. Yeah, Giannis could be like a good energy guy off the bench though. Like he could be like he could be our Marquis Morris, sort of
1: he's sort of more of like a practice player, in my opinion, just because of his length and stuff. Yeah. And also he doesn't really have a three-point celebration that I know of, but
2: Yeah. He he could be like when we play the Lakers, he could be LeBron James on the scouting team, though. So
0: that's fact. <laughs> Who's Tyron Lue? the coach of now. The Clippers. The Clippers. Right. That'll be fun.
1: I, I don't feel like he's going to do that well.
0: Why? You don't have to do well. You have Kawhi.
1: I, I felt like he was kind of a pushover in Cleveland. Kawhi's not the same as LeBron have, as far as coaching.
0: What's up with Paul George? Is he still? He sucks. He sucks. He's ugly shoe too.
1: Here's my hot take: Paul George won't be in the NBA in three. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Five years. Okay. Awesome. Andrew, Andrew Wiggins leads the Warriors in scoring this upcoming season.
2: If that's true, the Warriors are going to have some pretty serious problems. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: Eric Pascal is, becomes, is an all-star. Same with Gary Trent Jr. Yeah. hundred percent. Gary Trent Jr. Is a stud. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. He's a beast. He's, like, one of my favorite players in the NBA
2: now. I wanted to get that hoodie from Trillblazing. Shannon, have you seen it where it says, if you can't hang with the dog, you better get off the court?
1: Dude, I need that. I haven't
2: bang, seen bang. that. Bang, bang I'll send it to you. It's I need safe. that. Is it still for sale? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Not on their website, but maybe at some of, like, the local Portland uh, stores.
1: Dude, I need COVID to... Clear up. I'm trying to go to a game again.
0: So who, win, who wins 2v2? I just sent it to you, but Clay yeah. and Steph and or CJ and Dame. Oh, that's a tough two v2. I always play that on um black
2: black top or whatever. I think I'd take clay and steph, to be honest.
1: I think I would take Dame and CJ because Game has more has to blow he's he's better at blowing by players in my opinion than Steph is true and in that's a 2v2 that's really important. That's true. The first step is crucial.
2: Yeah. Who who wins
0: who wins 1v1? Um uh Zach Collins or Draymond? Zach Collins. Takes a sip. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. Come on, Jonah. Who wins? I would take Draymond. I think. <sighs> Taking
1: Let's Zach go. All day. Draymond is not an offensive threat in
2: any what sort. What are of you talking thing, about? I I, I think they have from up. long range. They have trouble scoring against each other. I think
1: Zach has size. He's taller than him. He can. He can. That's
2: true. That's true. Actually. Draymond's
1: very physical, but You're Zach right. Collins also has a good outside shot. And I think if he can get Draymond up on him and give him a couple. Mm -mm, fake and he can get that step on him and start bumping him i think he's gonna score on score on him in the post and draymond green isn't a good basketball player so on defense he doesn't have a a whole lot to worry about
2: you're right i actually am taking the only
1: chance of draymond scoring would be if draymond has an additional player who he can pass to and then zach collins has to close out on and then he can hit draymond for the layup
2: yeah that's a good point i'm gonna take zach actually who wins one-on-one jimmy buckets or lebron lebron
0: easily lebron yeah really
2: (laughs) Yeah,
0: who wins well, one off? who wins one v one? Gary Trent or Kai Bowman? Trent, Gary Trent, all day. Really? Yeah. Who's you know Kai the- Bowman? Huh? Who's he, Kai he's, Bowman? He's a guard on the Warriors. Uh, he's so fast and definitely athletic. Definitely Gary Trent. No, I don't think you understand. Kai Bowman's kind of a stud, uh, dude. If I've never heard his name, bro, he had offers to play a wide receiver at Alabama. So did Gary Trent.
2: He got offered to play Gary, at Alabama. Gary Trent would beat him, Colin. I don't know. Oh, my that. laptop's going to die. Oh, it's your good. laptop's going to die? Okay. Yeah. Should we log off for tonight?
0: Yeah. What teams our, do dude, you guys want do? Why we now? start this at 930?
2: What are we doing the Blazers? Do you want to do the Blazers next? Yes. Okay. Let's are go. Are you guys going to do a whole episode on the Blazers? Yeah, we have to do a whole episode. Oh, Let's, I can't wait. Can, can we bring a it's few more be, people on? It's going to be Let's a do long, it. long bring day. Bring them all on. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be a long day for me. All right. I'll catch you guys later. All, all right. right. Just let tomorrow. me know when we're going to do that. Okay. Kellen, when do you want to do the blazer one? I don't care.
0: I'm free on. Uh, well, tomorrow, on Thursday, I'm doing like a UFC one. Uh, we could do it. Do you want to do it like
2: soon? Tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, Chana, tomorrow. I'm down. All right, let's do All it. Right. Same time. <laughs> For the Trailblazers. I don't want it. That's going to be
0: so dumb. Why? You the... guys are just going to be like, partland, partland, partland. No,
2: we'll be completely objective. Yeah, the the Warriors one went really well, didn't it, Colin? So if the Warriors you're lucky,
0: well, I wasn't on that one. <laughs> that's yeah. facts. Yeah, You would have shit on our team the whole time. Okay, <laughs> cool. We'll do all it, right. we'll do it uh tomorrow then, yeah, all right,, all right thank Later you guys. bye.